On this episode of the AIE Podcast... The Wildcraft Fair is heating up. A brave new alliance in EVE. And we have Ducks and Appalas here to talk to us about AIE in Lord of the Rings Online. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast episode 183, the Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. And joining me from out in central Alabama is Accuzad. Greetings. This is Accuzad. So Aludra is off on secret assignment this week, uh, but she will be back with us next week uh, with hopefully some special news. Like if she doesn't take any notes or anything, we won't, you know, we won't see her. But Zod, what has been going on Ooh. with you in the past week, gaming or otherwise? Well, I tell you, this has been a really, really busy week for me. It's been, it's been a total blast in general. Um, my uh, One of my raid teams, uh, Dojo of Awesome, we took down uh, Siegecrafter after I don't know how many times, weeks, months trying to kill that guy. We finally got him down. We ran off to the next bosses, and those are like cricket insect things you have to fight. And then the raid leader's like, okay, whatever you do, don't start the fight. So immediately somebody starts the fight. <laughs> no explanation. Most oh. of us haven't seen it all. We're all panicking. But uh, we have a really good raid team and a really great raid leader, and he's calling out directions left and right, and we one-shotted them, having no idea what we were doing. Wow. So we, we just, it was just amazing. <laughs> so we're on we're on um, health stream. Wow. Uh, if we get through Siegecraft or, you know, a second time. <laughs> that's, it took months first so time. is it me, or was there a Siegecraft or an Ulduar? What am I thinking of? What is the name of that? It was the giant, the first a, boss. It was a giant tank. It was a big, huge tank, wasn't it? Yes, but I thought it was Siege something. something. It was. It's like, come Siege. on, Blizzard. We need we need something besides Siege stuff. Yeah, come chat on. Chat room, chat room can tell us. Chat room can tell Siege us what's going on there. They will tell us in 60 seconds. Uh, <laughs> other than that, you know, um, uh, Heroes of the Storm, my other upcoming uh, passion or soon-to-be passion, the Blizzard just announced they're giving out alpha invites to Ooh. the general public. You uh, just got to get lucky. They're not doing any alpha keys. So if, you, if you've got your beta profile turned on in your Blizzard or Battle.net account and you've turned on the Heroes of the Storm beta, you know, I'm interested in this you may just randomly find you've been invited into it. So nice. they're beginning their preliminary, preliminary stages of testing, which, you know, so I keep checking my email every 30 minutes. I check my email, log into battle.net. It's like, no, not there yet. Uh, very annoying. Uh, on that, other than that, my, my, my Heroes of the Storm podcast has been kind of uh, waylaid. My co-host, Josh, has been uh, just slammed by real life and has been unable to do anything. So we're kind of on pause for the moment for him to, to get straightened out. That's a problem with only having two hosts. If one of them is down, the show just kind yep. of... Hey, I know how good. that goes. So, Look at yep. that. <laughs> yep, it does. Uh, other than that, I bought my tickets and got my room for Nerdtacular, and I'm just hoping that the airline prices come down to something reasonable so I get to go. Yeah, Whew, I, but- I, I'm probably going to end up buying my ticket uh, soon just to have a ticket just in case, but I haven't made other arrangements simply because starting a new job, like I don't technically have any vacation time or uh, sick leave because I am a contractor. So if I don't do not work, I don't get paid. Um, so Ooh, I tough choice. Well, but I'm making enough that it's like I can probably take a day here or there. And if I, you know, come Friday or come Thursday and then leave 
Sunday, I that probably would work fine. You know, missing like a day or two, not a big deal. But I just That's I want to make I'm sure I have a, a good handle on, you know, what my work responsibilities are because I'm starting a brand new thing on Monday. And so I like really have no idea what's going on in terms of Nerdtacular yet. So I'm hoping to be there. I'm you know, I'll bring on my equipment if I go, but don't know yet if I can make it. You're going to be there. You have to be. I'll have to call your boss. And he's not feeling well. He looks horrible. He'll be out for Thursday, uh, Friday, at least. So. He'll be out Thursday, Friday, probably Monday. Uh, it's a it's a 65-hour flu. Like, we don't know what's going on. It's weird. We don't know what's going on. Um, other than that, I've had a lot of fun in Eve, but I'm going to hold off on that until we get to the Eve part of the news. So oh. what have you been up to this week besides so, a new job? I have – well, I I'm, I haven't technically – I'm on uh, I'm what I like to call fun employment – in that I'm I'm unemployed for uh, yesterday, today, and Friday, and then I start my new job on Monday. So I've been playing a heck of a lot of uh, Final Fantasy in the past uh, past two weeks. Uh, I now have one character, which is a 24 Conjurer, 15 Thaumaturge, 24 Weaver, 26 Botanist, and I just started an Arcanist today. So, I have no idea what you just said. So, <laughs> well, so instead of having alts like you might in other games, you can just keep adding classes to your existing character. So oh, you wow. can you can sooner or later be all of the things, and it's like, oh, I'm starting this dungeon. We need a tank. You can switch to the tank class. And, oh no, that is nice. Yeah, it's well, it's good and it's bad because I'm not sure how people do multiple crafting things because I did botanist and weaver because they kind of go hand in hand, like you harvest cotton and stuff, and then you're able to you know make cotton cloth. But I don't know how you would do multiple trade skills and multiple gathering professions because you only have so much space. I mean, like once you fill your bank up, could you imagine having a WoW character that had, you know, mining and herbalism and like all oh, of no. the gathering <laughs> professions? It would very quickly be untenable. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out, but I guess there's things in the game I have not yet explored that can give you more available bank slots and that sort of stuff. So I will be doing that. But yeah, I'm basically just thrilled to be able to play in an MMO with AIE. Like it's been so long since I've been able to do that, that, uh, and also I, I, I apologize to the people in the Midwest, but I went on a bike ride today. So, <laughs> so I, in the snow, how did you do that? Yeah, it was, it was like 66 degrees today and like sunny. And I was like, I'm going to, oh, wow. I'm going to go out and have a bike ride. So break out the suntan and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why well, I was wearing my long sleeve jersey because it looked cold or like looked chilly out. And I went and I was like, oh, about halfway through the ride. I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have worn the long sleeve jersey because I can't really roll up the sleeves. So but yes, I apologize to everyone in, you know, in Canada or the you know northern Midwest or, you know, the East Coast, because I realize, you know, sunny California is kind of a, a crazy place. Send but, your emails to Gomez. Yes. <laughs> Gomez dot AIE gmail.com I, I i probably won't see it for all the spam we're getting but you know we'll 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 cope with that when we get so uh this week we're joined by two special guests here to talk to us about aie and lord of the rings online first we have ducks ducks what has been going on with you in the past uh past couple weeks it's been a while since we chatted with you guys well it's great to be back here uh what i've been what i've been doing i've been going to work i've been playing lord of the rings i've been getting into monster play now and then uh one of my officers is just sitting there constantly talking about diablo 3 diablo 3 diablo 3 oh my god it's the greatest game ever (laughs) so uh yeah i i I started uh, downloading it down at work because we have a nice fast connection and uh yeah that may be this weekend i don't know oh yeah otherwise you heard it here first (laughs) yep 
So the the other the other officer who has been remiss in his duties because he's been playing Diablo three uh, is Apolis. Apolis, what has been going on with you in the past couple of weeks? Oh well, I've been pretty busy uh, playing Secret World. I got sucked in into that game. I've uh, been doing Mondays, uh, lair nights with them, so it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Diablo three has been keeping me busy. It's been Diablo has been a love of mine since, well, the first one, like a lot of people. So it's uh, it's nice with the FDF done. And as of maybe half an hour before the podcast, I finally reached level 60 on my Demon Hunter and my first Paragon level. So I was pretty excited about that. And so it's been a lot of fun. And Gomez, as a representative of Canada, I do accept your apology because <laughs> outside it's like minus 16 degrees Celsius. Okay. And we have snow and everything. And so, well, so to me, used to it. I get a free pass though because I grew up in that those temperatures and weather for the first 21 years of my life. I moved away from there because I was like, I'm done. I don't want to cope with this anymore. <laughs> so. Oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish I could. I do have a quick question right before we get into news. So Diablo 3, I know that Diablo 3 is available for like, I think it's PlayStation 3. Is Did they patch that as well? Or is this just PC thus far? No, I think they did patch everything. Okay. Because I, I actually think that it might be a better game for me to play if I'm just like, I'm going to crash on my couch for a little while. I just want to sit and, you know, mindlessly play. I was, mm -hmm. I'm pondering getting it for the PS3 because I think it would be more fun. My only question is, can you play with someone in the same room and online? I don't know if that, if those aspects are polished yet. No, that I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, that would be... Uh, I would be sad not to be able to play because we uh, AI has made a community inside uh, Diablo. So oh, okay. you log in, everybody's there. And they have been, like tonight, there was at least 15, 16 persons playing. So Oh, nice. So that's actually everybody, a decent-sized community. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And everybody's comparing uh, legendaries. Uh, every two, three minutes, you see a legendary pop into the... <laughs> The chat and everybody's like, "Woo, wow, nice!" And like, wow. pretty cool. Okay, cool. So it's very loot pinata, which is you know that's what you oh. want from Diablo three. That's that's I mean, that's very much. I mean, that's why I played Torchlight two because you just run and smack things and get loot dumped on you. So that's that's half yeah. the fun of those games. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I think with that we should move into this week's news. A I E news. All right, for all of you AIE World of Warcraft members, the AIE 2014 Spring Craft Fair is coming up again. Time to get those trade skills you've been neglecting leveled up or at least as high as the MOP expansion will allow you, all for free. This will also, there will also be a raffle with amazing prizes, including at least one Sky Goal amount, several hard-to-get battle bets. Uh, and they can all be yours for the price of 100 gold a ticket and just a little luck. All the gold goes towards purchasing even more raffle prizes and for the materials that get handed out to guildies to level the skills. Words are hard. There uh, it the is. Craft Ding. Fair will be on... I need a little bell sound that I can. <laughs> <laughs> the craft fair will be on April 26th and the 27th. It's too big to hold just one day. And the craft fair team is actively looking for volunteers to help out. So even if your trade skills are already maxed, why not jump in and help out a guildie? 
And also, I, I'm still always amazed every year at the sheer generosity of people that donate stuff for raffle prizes. Like no, the prizes are amazing. Yeah. Yes, and I was wondering, what is the Sky Golem mount? It's a large, giant, mechanical robot you climb into and can fly. Whoa. Whoa. So awesome. I, I've been out of while for, you know, about oh, eight yeah. months or something. Oh, yeah. So it's, that's it's crazy. Big, um, it is neat looking. It is like kind of the, the, the thing people fly by. You're like, what was that? <laughs> and usually that's like an NPC, but now it's a person. So that's that's pretty yep. cool. Whoa. So yep. speaking of battle pets, were we speaking of battle pets? If you missed well, out on <laughs> If, if you've missed out on the last awesome Battle Pet Picnic, don't despair. Nevermore has announced the next AIE Guild Battle Pet Picnic. Wow, that is a mouthful. Uh, will, be head, will, blah, will be held on March 16th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. server time in the ruins of Is... Wow, Isildin? That sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes, very close. <laughs> So just south, oh, just south of Dire Mall. Okay, that's I know where Dire Mall is. That's not a problem. Uh, the event is open to anyone of any level or any pedal bat. Wow, any pet battle experience. Words are hard. So just come on out and learn about pet battles, win prizes, and of course battle other guildies for the honorary title of best guild pet battler ever. Until next time, at least. And also, I think Aludra might be in the running this year. So I bet she will be. She'll you have your work be. cut out for you, folks. I'm just saying. Okay, for all of those of you who are fans of spreadsheets in space, there have been some major happenings going on in the land of AIE Eve. Not only has AIE joined with the Brave Alliance, but Brave has joined with a couple of other large alliances to form the Hero Coalition, one of the most formidable fleets in Eve Online. And to top it off, the entire gang has moved into a new corner of uh, a new corner of space to better spread their power of the newbie propaganda. Now, as you could guess, they are very friendly and helpful to new players and are actively recruiting. So if, massive, if a massive 100-person space battle is your kind of thing, you're going to want to check it out. And I have to admit, I jumped into EVE a few weeks ago, and I actually got to the point where I actually paid for my subscription. I did the trial oh, thing, signed congrats. up, and I actually put real money down on it. And I have to admit, it was fun. The, uh, I was actually there for the first uh, transition, about 300 people moving from one starbase to another. It was uh, 32 jumps, if you're familiar with EVE. And it took about two hours. Yeah, that's uh, a, only, Okay, a line jump, a line jump, a line jump. A line jump, jump <laughs> a line jump for two hours. We only lost two people, only because they were like, you know, evil pirates who weren't supposed to be in the area of space we were traveling through anyway, so the Concord police got them. But it was really uh, just an amazing thing to see, you know, 300 spaceships all streaking through space at the same time in formation. It was a blast. Well, Cool. So we know you've heard all about AIE nomads and how they wander from game to game, getting a taste of everything a game and AIE has to offer. Well, they're not just in major league games. They also jump into fun, frivolous minor league games. Lotwick has posted a poll asking for votes on which minor league game to play next. So this will be in addition to the game that they're going from month to month. Uh, the, the choices include Hearthstone, World of Tanks, League of Legends, and more. If you're into minor league games and want to play with several other AIEers, join the Nomads and cast your vote. For you Star Trek Online players, you may be interested to know that Perfect World is completely overhauling a couple of the first starships they put into the game. The Galaxy-class Cruiser and Dreadnought are getting new features, such as a separating saucer section, new stats, hangar bays, and more. So if you have a Galaxy-class starship just sitting in the closet gathering dust, you might want to jump back in and check it out. 
So uh, AIE Final Fantasy member Vitology needs your help. He's trying to work out the perfect UI for his paladin tank. There are paladins in Final Fantasy. Yes. There's uh, Zod had a question. Yes, there are paladins. It is one of the jobs. So it actually requires you get one class to 30, another class to 15, and then like a quest opens up and you can get paladin. Uh, he's also looking for any other must-have tips and tricks to make the game easier to play. We know there's hardcore Final Fantasy people going on out there, so if you have anything to share, see his post in the forums. And speaking of Final Fantasy, Square Enix has opened up transfers from Legacy Worlds. So if you have a character back in Final Fantasy 1.0 that you were in love with, but of course, you know, when the game closed in 2012 is gone, you can now bring them back to life and into the latest version of the game. So this is in from Beefmaster. Steam sharing is out of beta and released to all of us peons. Steamy Steve indeed. I don't even know what that means. He so, wrote that. I just pasted it. <laughs> so sharing is very similar in concept to you sharing your iTunes library with other users. You're able to authorize about 10 devices and give access to five other Steam accounts. But you cannot play the same game at the same time. So no Borderlands 2 co-op, but things are on sale every week so often sooner or later it's like oh it's 10 bucks again you grab another copy it's not not a big deal uh you can google steam family sharing or go to steam or sorry store.steampowered.com slash sharing and it will explain how to use this feature i actually think this is great because i've always been telling my wife how much she would love um portal and portal 2 oh yeah those kind of mind puzzles but she's like i don't want to buy a copy of that you already own a copy so now I'll just be able to share it with her. Well, I, out of curiosity, I want to say Portal is still free, or at least was for is. a really long time. But yeah, yeah it was because that's when I got it. That's the first time I played it. It was free. Okay. All right. So as we're always saying, if you only connect with AIE inside your favorite game, you're missing out on half of the AIE community experience. Forums. So don't forget, <laughs> we have our own 400-person Ventrilo server where you can chat with any AIE member, even if they're in a different game. It's a good place to get to know people, share jokes, play music, or just pass the time while you're knocking out your game's version of dailies. There's, lo there's a lounge room set aside for every AIE game, though, of course, you can jump into any lounge you want. But remember, we are a family-friendly guild, so keep it clean. Our Ventrilo information can be found by logging into Umami. Every now and then, we have to change a password to the vent server, so uh, if you can't log in, jump back into Umami and see if the password's been changed. And a really quick, uh, really quick comment in terms of the uh, keep it clean... Uh, if you are in a Do Not Disturb channel uh, and your raid team is in there and you guys, you know everyone that's there, you know everyone is over 18, have at. Like, if you know that someone in your group is not going to be offended, we do not police the channels specifically, the lounge channels. However, we do because they are not Do Not Disturb. Anyone of any age in AIE can hop into those channels and we do not want them hearing something that parents are not going to be happy about. So it's really a know your audience thing. It's it's not we're not here to police stuff, but we want to make sure that this is a safe, friendly environment for, you know, people of all ages. So oh, and I, I must point out, Ralph, Ralph just joined the chat room. We got to do the whole show over again. Oh, uh, really? What? Ralph, could you show up on time, maybe? <laughs> so we have some general meetups coming up uh, currently on the calendar on the AIE meetup.com page. Uh, there's a link in the show notes and there's uh, probably mention of these in the forums. Go to the forums, folks. So we have PAX East, which is in Boston, uh, Friday, April 11th at 
10 a.m. It's really going all weekend, but I'm assuming this is when AIE folks are trying to meet up. So we have Awesome Con in Washington, D.C., Friday, April 18th at 3 p.m. Dave and Buster's in the Franklin Mills Mall in Philadelphia. They're still looking for a date. So if you you want to, uh, you know, help organize this, jump in, uh, jump in there. Uh, if you're in the area and looking to attend one of these meetups, please RSVP on the AIEmeetup.com page simply so they know you're coming. Or better yet, sign up and start your own local meetup. All right. For information on all the news stories we just covered, you can find the links in our show notes at theaiepodcast.com or, of course, go to the forums. And I want to give a, a shout out to both Beefmaster and Lotwook for giving us updates. If your game has an update and you're not hearing us talk about it in the news, please email podcast at aie-guild.org. Just call it like game news, like the, the specific game that you're talking about, and we will do our best to get it in there. It's just there is so much information and trying to scrub the forums uh, sometimes can be difficult to, to get the good summary points. Okay, Kastrick in the chat room just said that Billy Piper is going to be at AwesomeCon. Oh, I've got to go there. So go. Billy Piper was Rose, correct? That is correct. Yes. Hey, I like actually remember someone from Doctor Who. So. Geek point plus one. <laughs> Whoa, and Aludra just joined in the chat room. <laughs> we did the whole show all over again. Oh, no. <laughs> so we have, I, I always, I, I'm not trying to, you know, diss on the other guests here, but whenever we have Ducks and Appalas on here, and it could just be Ducks, it could just be Appalas, I don't know. They have a ton of stuff to talk about. So let's let's get right in here. Uh, what is going on in Lord of the Rings Online? Well, I'll start <laughs> off with it. Uh, we have Update 13 coming, and it's Lord of the Rings' 7th anniversary. Wow. Wow. So it's actually going to be the end of April. So there, most speculation is the patch itself will probably hit early mid-April, just in time for the anniversary itself. And I think they're really, doing that on purpose? Oh, yeah. There's always fireworks. There's always celebration. You know, they try and put everything into it, you know, special gifts based on how many years you've played the game, stuff like that. So there's going to be – there's a couple components to it, and I'll let Ben take the next one if he wants. Oh, yes. Um, One of the first things that will happen is about the epic book, the epic quest line. They're going to flood Isengard which is now is very dry, full of trees and ants and everything. And you'll be able to experience the region as an ant. So as a tree, you'll be running around doing quests and everything. You get to be a tree? Yeah. yeah. They're oh, actually going to put that into session play, supposedly. I always hey, like walking really south. Right now. What, what session play? It's for it. more like you're a single, a solo instance Oh, where okay. you play by yourself in a scenario. And um, yes, it should be fun. And But I'm wondering, we remember in the movie where the ants were always going so slow. <laughs> so, that was really good. So <laughs> how slow is going to be the quest? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been moving. I've been here for a week before in front of a computer. Yeah, I know I missed work. But yeah, I took three steps so far. As they so, say uh, in the movie, uh, always head south because it's like you're going downhill. Don't be hasty. Oh. You know, session play is one of the big things that's in Lord of the Rings, and it's great because what they let you do is they let you play as somebody else. So you, you leave your character, you play as Frodo when Boromir tries to take the ring. 
You play as oh. Isildur when you're attacked by the orcs. Um, pretty much anything, you know, any pivotal moment in the in Lord of the Rings itself. Actually, they've expanded it out even beyond that into some of the tales. They put it in there, and that way you can actually experience that. So I've played as, um, gosh, what's the guy? Uh, one of the founders of Rohan. You know, and you go fight this boar, and that uh, leads to the creation of the White Boar Clan, which is an orc clan that lives in the mountains and has always ha- harassed Rohan. So they, they use that to fill in the story itself around you. That is really cool. Okay, so basically you get, it's like, oh, here's a cutscene of, of a famous character that you get to be from the Lord yes. of the Rings universe. Okay, that's yeah. really, really cool. And you get a couple of buttons that you can use for skills, and uh, you got to read them over really quick. Just read the tooltip and then go. Nice. That's that's actually a really. I mean, I, I obviously a bunch of different games have monster play and that sort of stuff, but that's actually really cool that they just stick you in the body of another person in the universe, and you can you can you know experience that part of the story. Which I'm gonna guess everyone listening to this podcast is probably it's gonna be like you know oh spoiler the Titanic ships you know the Titanic sinks at the end of the movie. I'm pretty what? I'm pretty I said spoilers. You're supposed to plug your ears if you don't want to hear the spoilers. So I, I'm guessing everyone knows what the final uh, the final result of some of these cutscenes or you know these actions are going to be. But it's still neat to be able to you know they made a game mechanic to experience them. That's cool. Absolutely. Well, I'll go with the next one. We have a revamp of the North Downs. North Downs is one of the, you know, one of the oldest areas in the game itself, and I think it's usually for level range early Mm twenties and then into the late thirties. If you go to the other side of a city called um, Estelden, and they've as they've been going through the new areas and making Rohan, they've really worked on making the quests flow better. So North Downs is pretty old. It's been around for at least five, six years. So they're going to revamp it. They're going to redo the quest, make it flow, just make it better. Yeah, now, where in the world of Lord of the Rings is North Downs? I don't recognize the name. There is a city called Fornost, which is another name for Min Arain. It is north of Breetown. Okay. So if, you get, if you're in the game and you go to a city called Trestle Bridge, on the other side of Trestle Bridge is where North Downs is. North Downs is like a grassy plains area. And then north of that is Fornost. Fornost is a instance cluster for Lord of the Rings. That a lot of people just kind of forget it's there. But um, it's an instance cluster. Some of it's actually been turned into skirmishes. A couple of big cities. There's an elf city there. Lots of orc camps. That, that's where the orcs supposedly come down into Bree area. Uh, is is it there that we did the uh, winter festival? Where we right on the border. Summer? Yeah, right on the border, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and and after that we have something about Fangorn Forest. Uh, Quick Beam is going to need our help, and uh, they're going to build out a new quest in Southern Fangorn, including a special friend you might earn. Do you know more about that? Because I didn't get any more information. I read through 20 pages of forum posts. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, no, no. no. It, it, the answer oh, might I be don't. no after 20 pages of forum posts. I, I have looked into the chasm and I've just seen madness. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what if you get an end for a pet? That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, and it was like, it was like, this is really going nowhere. I should be working. <laughs> 
yeah, I, you know, they're they're just being completely secretive about it, and they're just saying that you'll get a special friend. Okay, so okay. It, it's the whole thing of do this. Hopefully, you'll get something cool. We're not going to tell you what that thing is. So I'm sure once it actually you know gets started, someone will post. But you'll still have to sort through the 20 pages to make sure that you get the correct information. But or just do I, it I yourself. It's probably yeah, faster. I'm going to try and hit the the test server. They call it Bullroar. I want to try and hit the test server, and if I can see it there, fine. Otherwise, I will just wait to find out what my special friend is. Yeah, but do you think they will they will show it on the test server? To probably not. To make, no, I to make a bigger <laughs> they surprise. Usually don't put the big stuff in. They they put in the simple mechanics and then just uh, let people play through like guinea pigs. They're gonna have a stick figure beside you. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. It's just like a generic Hobbit. You know, you have no idea what it's actually going to be like end game, but it's just a Hobbit following you around. I got a Hobbit. I got a Hobbit. <laughs> what? That'll be your special friend. Oh man. The rest of the patch is really little tweaks, you know, improvements. One of the things that people have always complained about with Lord of the Rings is that if you want to mail something to someone, you have to do it one at a time. Oh, that's Uh, brutal. Yeah, seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're doing so you can actually have multiple attachments per email. Okay. Uh, If you're a VIP, you can actually open your mail wherever you are in the world. You don't have to go to a mailbox. And nice. VIP just means you pay for the subscription, I'm assuming? Exactly. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll let Ben take the take the last two right there, because I know a little bit about Hobnetigans. Yeah. Well, before that, the inventory is also getting a new management option. And I hope it's something like uh, the add-on called Huge Bag, where it sorts everything and places everything and gives you account of what you have in inside the inside uh, your bags. Does Lotro have the ability to do add-ons? Like you know, yes. Um, yes. Okay. Yes, you can even have a customized UI. Uh, so it's. Yeah, you said uh, that because I'm thinking I, I couldn't play WoW without my inventory. Oh add-on. man. And that that's one that's one strike for me against Final Fantasy. The amount of times that I have made an item thinking, oh, I need this from the new class I'm leveling up. And then because all of the equipment your character wears is in a different inventory than the normal equipment that you like just use all of the time. So I was like, oh, and then I looked at my inventory. I'm like, oh, I have the exact same robe with four <laughs> gems already in it. I guess I'll sell this one. So yeah, it's the inventory system is horrible. So I'm glad that there are games that understand that their inventory system is bad and are revamping them. I'm, I'm talking to you, Final Fantasy, because, you know, Lord, Lord of the Rings just did it. So <laughs> it only took them seven years. So. Yeah, I know, seven years. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess Final Fantasy has been going for like a year or something. So that's we have a ways to go before we get a revamp. And also, we're going to have a new prototype of uh, Negians that we expect to see by the end of the year. But what is a Negian? What is is that thing? That says words are hard. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's a screwy one. Hobnanigans has not been in the game for years. I, I haven't seen it for years, and we called it like chicken ball. You, you go up to a field, you go to a field, you got to get like twelve people, and it's almost like field hockey. And uh, <laughs> once you once you initialize the game, you know you talk to you talk to somebody next to a beacon post, and then everybody on the field 
gets a tag above their head, so you know what team they're on. Okay. And then you play chicken ball. Um, I, I showed I showed Ben some similar stuff a couple nights ago. There's a freeze tag. There's just tag. tag. And then there's another one, which I cannot remember the life of me what it is, but there was a couple of people hanging out there from the, uh, was it Casual Stroll to Mordor? They were standing around kind of staring at the staring at the post. So I was like, oh, we'll just go over here. Um, those so are things what, we used to do when we'd go raiding. You just said chicken ball. Like it's something that I'm going to understand. Just, <laughs> it's just chicken ball, yeah. <laughs> like, is there, you kick a chicken around a field or like what's you're, going you're, on here? Yeah, pretty much. It was okay. all about controlling the chicken. <laughs> okay. You had to control the chicken. If you don't control the chicken, our raid leader got on our case. <laughs> okay, that's you just casually mentioned it. Like everyone's gonna know what chicken ball is. <laughs> <Does it? laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh yeah. man. These are things that we used to do. Like if we didn't have originally, I was in a really really small guild. So if we had enough to go do a raid, which at one point was like twenty four to forty people, sometimes. <laughs> We just kind of stand around outside the gates of Heligrod and go, uh, anybody want to join for a raid? Anybody? Anybody? No? Okay. <laughs> we'll just hang out here for the night. Um, eventually, we just go like, okay, look, give up. Let's go play chicken ball. Or we go play freeze tag. <laughs> or we go do something. You know, just to kind of keep busy, we go do that. And it's – I only saw it once. I really didn't know what the heck I was doing. So I was just basically buffing people and running around with my speed boost on. <laughs> you know, because – I'm a support class. That's what I do is I support people. Yeah. I know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to bring a prototype of the new version of this back. And so a lot of the old timers are just, eh, they're really excited. Um, and we'll just see what happens. My whole Madigan's Guild is going to be awesome. Like, I, that's a really difficult word to say. I'm just like, I like chicken ball. They should call it chicken ball. Right <laughs> back in the day, we used to put the chicken away all the time. Oh man! Uh, you know, otherwise, I guess just as a general update, um, with Nomad coming, uh, I'm getting some stuff ready for uh, was it uh, Monster Play? So if they want to check it out, they can totally do that. Uh, explain uh, Monster Play. Uh, you can play as if Monster. If you want to be a bad guy, you <laughs> yeah. can go with the good guys. You actually get to play as as the 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 creature NPCs and yes, sir. You can play as an awesome. orc defiler, a warg, uh, stalker, uh, uh, the big spider. So there's yeah, there. Oh gosh, man. Go ahead. I, I'm trying to think of all the different because there's the spider. The spider yeah. is basically a a DPS and a debuffer. Uh, the defiler is a healer, orc. And so it's an orc healer. Um, there's, and there's a tyrant. Four, and yeah. a tyrant is like a warrior, something like that? A tank, like a warrior-tank combo. And that's the uh, war leader. So it, it's a very different mechanic. And I've got my guy... I had a character on an old server, but I just deleted him because I didn't want to pay the money to move him. My new guy is now high enough rank I can make a new tribe. So I'm trying to think, you know, what 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 would be a good name for an AIE tribe? I eat babies. I eat hobbits. <laughs> you know, it's it's got to be something that hopefully will never be noticed, and uh, s still <laughs> s still be okay. So, so. And, and just just so he he mentioned uh, Lotwalk, you you've probably been abreast of this. So, uh, 
they are looking to have a schedule of, of events for when nomads visits. So they are ready and waiting for nomads to, to bring the train to their station. Uh, they're, they're ready to do this. That's I, this is what I think nomads is really cool in that it kind of highlights a game per month. Like the, the, the people in that game are going to get excited about there's probably 20 to 25 people, if not more, coming into our game for this month. So I think that's a really, really cool aspect of Nomads. I, and again, Lotwook gets all the credit for this. I think he's doing a, a really, really good service for AIE here. Yeah, as soon as the at level 10, we can do the epic battle at, at Ounce Deep. At level 20, we can start doing skirmishes. Uh, we'll bring them uh, into different uh, instances. If they, if they get high enough, we can bring them to uh, Goblin Town. It's always fun going there. Uh, we'll do lots of things. And of course, at the end of the month, when I'll be back from vacation, I'm going one week in Texas, I'll uh, tell Max and I and we're, we're trying to get other musicians with us. We'll uh, do uh, another concert to celebrate the, the Nomad's visit. Oh, nice. That'd be awesome. A Canadian in Texas, are you allowed? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay. So My girl is over there. Oh, okay. So is, is there anything else you guys wanted to mention before we uh, wrap the show up here? Yes. Look forward to uh, Nomad's, and uh, we're yep. glad to have folks visit us. Okay. So uh, that's our show for this evening. We want to thank both Ducks and Appalachia for joining us. Is there anything you guys wanted to promote? Uh, where can we find you on Twitter? That sort of thing. Yes, on Twitter, you can find me at uh, Ben in MTL, B-E-N-I-N-M-T-L. I'm at Historic Geek. And you should actually have a subtweet called at Historic Lord of the Rings Geek. Because, you know, you know, I guess historic kind of covers everything that you can, you know, fake history and real history. It's it's all covered. It's all covered. I think he's like got it. it all covered. It could be at, at Expedia. <laughs> uh, <not> so, <laughs> okay, so next week we'll be talking to the gang from AIE in Star Wars The Old Republic. And Nomads will have been there uh, for a week now so we can see if they've, like, trashed the place. I'm sure the uh, the, the folks coming on will let us know what's been going on there. All right. Stay tuned. We've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including Ask Miss Mogra, Buxley's Journal, Mega Minute, Overly Dramatic News, and much, much lesser known Shaws. If you need to reach us, we can be found at our email is podcast at AIE-guild.org. Our Twitter is at AIE Podcast. I am at Show Not Found. Accuzod is at Accuzod. And Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. We record live with video at... Oh, Wow. We record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us or watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. If for some reason the website doesn't work, we will usually tweet out a, the direct YouTube link that you can watch it live. So our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul. or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. He's doing a ton of stuff lately. You should go to his website. The, he releases EPs all the time. I, I think that he's kind of the official, uh, you know, AIE music guy. I mean, he's he was at Nertacular last year. He's doing stuff through Coverville Records. You should you should really check out stuff. And as 
as Appalachia just put in here, forums, 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 go to the forums, folks. We need folks to go to the forums. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy to navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. And welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, is it considered good manners to salute the hog farmer outside Orgrimmar before slaughtering all of his hogs? Rock Tusk Farm, just outside of the southern gate of Orgrimmar, is renowned for the quality of the swine they raise for the horde. The last time I prepared a slow-smoked pulled swine for one of my candlelight suppers, I used only the best shoulder cuts from Rock Tusk for a moist and tender sandwich paired with tangy Durotar cactus slaw. While Farmer Rock Tusk has come to expect a certain amount of pillaging of his hogs to satisfy Merog's daily requirements, I have heard him grumbling lately that he wishes the young hunters would just get off his lawn. Then he said something about hiring Old Man Franks to immolate anyone not asking permission. I suggest saluting to see if that is what Farmer Rocktusk had in mind. But, uh, stand further over there first. I am Miss Mugger, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Hecate on Wormrest Accord for this week's question. It's the Buxley Marshmallow Man. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. Well, that about wraps it up for the tour upstairs. Do you have any questions? This place is huge. And you're saying the owners are selling it because they're moving out of town? Yes, sir. I think you'll find it to be quite a bargain. Well, I'm really amazed. The views are spectacular. It's pretty close to the cities I usually go to. I really like the stone obelisks outside with that blue glowing symbol out there. What else can you tell me about this place? Well, let's see. The castle turrets have been replaced. The moat has been restocked to keep out intruders. The huge dungeon and catacombs are very clean, and the landscaping is all brand new. Huh? Why would I want a dungeon and catacombs? I'm a respectable shaman. No, no, no. It's a great dungeon. Solid stone, beautiful inlaid skulls, the ooze is filtered and replenished every couple of weeks. That sounds terrible. Sir, I assure you, the boss keeps the dungeon impeccably clean. Wait, what? A boss? 
A dungeon boss? No, no, not a dungeon boss. Pfft. That's silly. It's more of a raid boss. A raid boss? Oh, no, no, not not a big one. Yeah, I'd hardly call it a raid boss at all. It's more like a mini raid boss. I'm not sure I like the idea of this. I'll tell you what. If you buy this place today, I'll give you a two-week guarantee that the boss won't come upstairs. He comes upstairs? Well, he's been known to come up here and go through the refrigerator, you know, looking for food. I don't know about this. He's done that, oh, I'd say not not often at all. I'd say less than a dozen times. Hardly anyone has ever been killed. Hardly anyone has ever been killed? Are, are you kidding me? I mean, what, what, what's that? Who the heck was that? Why do they run in here like that and run down those stairs? That's a raiding party. That's it. I'm out of here. Sir? That's it. Sir? Oh, rats. Lost another sale. I didn't even tell him about how close the graveyard is to this place. Follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Code, a mini cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis on the Siege Crafter Black Fuse encounter from the Siege of Ogamar Raid. This fight requires two tanks and two to six healers depending on your raid's difficulty. This is a single face fight where you battle it out with Black Fuse as well as a few different adds on the circular platform. If you focus on your task at hand, which in this case is healing, and understand the simple mechanics which in turn greatly reduces the damage taken, you'll find this to be a fun and simple fight to handle. Besides just staying out of the bat on the ground and stunning the crawler mines so the DPS can take them out, there's a few abilities worth mentioning. Every 10 seconds, Black Fuse launches a saw blade at a random character which inflicts physical damage. It's your job to drop these saw blades at a designated spot outside of the raid. These blades will be used to damage the shredder ad who will be tanked through them. And speaking of the Shredder ad, his two main abilities Overload and Death from Above can be quite damaging. Overload causes raid-wide damage that he casts like every 15 seconds, which increases with intensity with every consecutive one. Around the fourth Overload, you might want to consider using some raid-wide cooldowns. His other ability, Death from Above, causes him to leap up into the air causing minor damage in a 15-yard radius. However, if he lands on you, he'll take a ton of damage or get one-shotted. Since the Shredder ad takes 200 100% more damage for 5 seconds after this ability, I use my denounce for a little extra DPS on him. Activated missile turrets are adds that launch the shockwave missile. The shockwave missile lands on the platform and spreads 3 seismic waves of damage 15 yards apart. Simply stand 1-2 to two yards from the seismic wave moving towards you and once the missiles pop up, move into it thus allowing you to take no damage and avoid the seismic wave moving behind you. Activated laser turret add fires off the superheated laser beam. This laser beam is fixated onto a random player causing a ton of fire damage as well as leaving a fire void zone on the ground. To avoid damage, move from the beam towards the rear conveyor belt, thus keeping void zones from dropping in the rain. Once you get to the rear and superheated has dropped off of you, use speed of light to get you back into the game. Activated electromagnets are adds that cast Magnetic Crush. For 10 seconds, Magnetic Crush pulls players and saw blades towards the rear conveyor belt. Players must try and run in place, avoid all saw blades, and heal our DPS at the same time. Pop speed of light to help keep you positioned in front of the saw blades. So I must say, my hand spells really come in handy on this fight. My hand is sacrificed for the tank damage, and players who are carting the super 
superheated to the back run the risk of aggroing a shredder ad, so salvation is nice to use on them. And the damage over time from the superheated can be mitigated from our hand of purity. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Druidic discrimination dispute brings discord to Darkshire. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hans the Wind. Controversy swirled in Duskwood this week as the Town Council of Darkshire proposed a new ordinance that would allow town business owners to use, quote, sincerely held religious beliefs, unquote, as justification to refuse service to those who offend them. The proposal is widely seen as targeting Druids who have been stopping in town on their way to the Twilight Grove. At a contentious town meeting Monday evening, both sides made their cases. One shop owner spoke of how, in his opinion, those blessed by the light should not be forced to serve those he termed unclean. This drew an angry response from a Gilnean farmer who said, I am not a druid, but I am a worgen. How long after this law is passed until we start seeing no dogs allowed signs? Aren't we better than this? The druids are not the problem here. The mayor tabled the measure and ended the meeting by reading from a letter sent by Prince Anduin Rin. The prince wrote, The alliance is made strong by its many races, many cultures, many religions. I follow the light, but it does not offend me that others walk different paths. Before you pass this law, ask yourselves, is your desire to shun those different than you truly from the light, or does it come from darker places within you? Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Greetings. This is Rastlin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Loneliness. This Shah lives in a tiny cave, on a small island in an out-of-the-way corner on the edge of Pandaria, the entrance of which is so narrow that the lair can only be entered in single file. As soon as all the heroes have positioned themselves and the encounter begins, everyone involved is abruptly overcome by an overpowering sense of melancholy and feels compelled to drop from the party and go off by themselves, perhaps to do some questing or resource gathering, avoiding the sight of any other adventurers for a while. Consequently, no reward has ever been wrested from this Shah, but after extensive and mostly solitary research, the Low Walkers of Pandaria have determined that any treasure would most likely be just numerous sad poems written by this Shah that nobody would really have the fortitude to read anyway. We now return to your absolutely depressing raid wipe already in progress. So, until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Accuzad. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!